Hello and welcome to the Coast Football Ramble podcast. This week we'll talk over another derby loss, lament on how and why it was lost and then discuss the upcoming Adelaide game. I'm Luke and I'm joined by Pete and Josh. Gents. Evening. Evening. What a shit show today's been. Mate. Mate. Oh my god. I'm just glad we're here like recording. Oh my god. I mean it's a, a oh bit of a god. fight to get done. This has been an immense um, effort to um, get this going today. It's I was I was really looking forward to coming in and chilling out in an air conditioned room and here we are in this sweat box. Yes. I've yeah. got no power at my house. Yeah, how's your uh, raw oh, toast? Oh mate. All I wanted for breakfast was some toast and I've got no power so I had to have raw toast. Mm. Disappointment. Commonly God. known as bread. Bra- yeah. <laughs> is that, oh, is <laughs> that me what it's it. called? <laughs> um, yeah, so Osgrid say that we might be lucky enough to get power back on Friday or Saturday. Um, yeah, tough times in Very the in the prior household. Tough times uh, down the south of the coast and up the north. We mostly have power, but every road around here is completely screwed. Yeah. <laughs> completely screwed. There is literally no way to go where you don't get stuck in goddamn traffic and but, um yeah look yeah. we all made it here for uh, for some audio pleasure yeah and um things didn't go well further north on sunday too no oh. no uh yeah imagine being there um <laughs> uh i mean do we just get straight into it or what yeah look let's let's just do it let's rip the band-aid off rip the band-aid off oh god rip the band-aid well, off should we touch on fred's question first yep let's do fred's question all right um if you had the power, which Pete does not have, uh, if you had the power to change only one thing about CCM, what would it be? Fred putting us on the spot here. Wow. Mm. Only one thing. Only one thing. Can I find a friend? Money. <laughs> the infinite money cheap? Yeah, I would say money. I would say money. I don't like. I don't think money makes the world go round, but in our <laughs> it helps run a football club, doesn't when, it? <laughs> when you're talking about us, uh, you know, you don't, unless you're a... Manchester United or a somebody else, you don't really join football to make money. And um, if you're in the A-League, you don't make money, very rarely. I reckon there's probably one club that's made money over the last 15 seasons, probably Victory every now and then, maybe Sydney FC every sort of other year or so, but there's definitely not many that uh, make money, and it's unfortunate, and we are one of those, definitely. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I think... um there's, there's no, as, as you say, there's not really any clubs in the A-League that are going to make money. And it's been said, and I think Charlesworth actually said it, what's the, or maybe it was Anton, what's the fastest way to turn a billionaire into a millionaire? Get them to buy a football club. Own a football club. Uh, yeah, I'd get money. Yep. For a simple answer. Yep, for sure. In a word. Oh, quickest answer to Fred's question we've ever had. That was nice and easy, wasn't it? Yeah. All right, our shit show oh, up there. Um, first of all, um, Josh and I and a f- few others... Risked, risked it all for Shout three points. And limb. Shout out to Brennan for Shout driving out, yeah. in that weather. Shout out to Brennan and his very uh, safe driving skills to get us up there to Newcastle. <laughs> um, super safe Brennan is uh, his new name. Um, wasn't, but I couldn't believe the difference in the weather between the, the further north. It was almost like Newcastle. the further north we went, like the less it was raining. Yeah, there was on the there freeway. Was, it was there horrible. was no breeze there at the stadium because one, it's a shithole and built on I, a swamp. It was yeah, it was <laughs> built on a swamp. Um, there was no breeze, which made it very, very muggy. Um, and there, it, I mean, it sprinkled for the majority of the game. The, the weather was nowhere near as bad as what it was back home, but mm-hmm. completely understand why um, lots of people didn't make the trip because 
the weekend was a nightmare weather wise. Oh, I think yeah. a lot of people were not going well on public transport, and that's why. Well, yeah, yeah the, train, the trains are called there. off, and, yeah. and yeah, there's a few people yeah. that couldn't get up there. I had a few people that were asking me for a lift and had to pull out um, because they couldn't actually get from Hornsby to Gosford. So, yeah. <laughs> and there was, I think there was, there was about five people on the party bus and uh, four people on the normies bus, mm. um, and that was it. There was a lot of people that pulled out from the party bus. Yeah, on, on understandably. I'm well. surprised that they didn't cancel the bus, to be honest, because... Yeah, so so was I. Good, uh, solid bus drivers, I would say. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, I mean, where do we start? Should we start on the the starting team? Where do we start? Go for it. Should we go on the starting 11? Go for it. I think, I don't know if we're all in agreement here, but I thought the starting 11 was not what I would have done. Obviously, I'm not a coach. I'm just a... I'm just a fan with an opinion, but I think it was strange to see Nisbet not even make the bench when he had started the last two games and performed reasonably well. Was it to do? Maybe I would say very well for yeah for someone. Was it to in do with his physic with physicality? Did we think we needed Stens in there for physicality, and he was you know sort of dropped out of the side for that reason? But I still would have liked to have seen him in the team, and. Because just going into the game, like we just completely like let them boss the midfield, and we were dropping deep, and that just did not make any sense to me. But yeah, I think Jair Simon starting too. I think I don't think that was the right call either. I guess I understand Simon starting in the derby, but he didn't really have much of an impact besides that yellow that he got that was never even a yellow not even close to a yellow and he's and he was yeah. he was always going to struggle to make an impact against that that back center back pairing for Newcastle against a top of Stanley mm. and a Bugard like yes he probably matches them quite well but he's he was he was they're very experienced they're not going to fall for his typical Matty Simon tricks mm. um and yeah it was it was pretty clear that they were up for it and we weren't look I think Simon's Started up there looking to hold the ball up and, and looking for the knockdown for Jair to be running off him. Jair was completely anonymous for his mm-hmm. apparently 70 minutes or so that he played. Yeah, once again, didn't even realise he was out there until he come off, um, I don't think. <laughs> why we decided to, to start him instead of you know, even Majok at this point, I just, yeah, it's it's, it's got me baffled. Um, obviously, Muzz being out with, with his foot injury, unfortunately. Um, Is that a serious one? Um, haven't spoken to him this week, um, but I'm sure I'm sure he'll be right for Adelaide. Yeah, absolutely gagging to, to get back on the pitch against Adelaide. Cool. Yeah, I don't understand that why we why we are persisting with the dry air experiment. Mm. And I think I like I've mentioned it a few times on here that again I feel like Stadge has changed way too much. Well, that's and right. Like, we've we've, mm. we've dropped to silver. Yeah, and um, I look I I don't necessarily disagree with dropping to silver. Because after yep. the way he has played the last sort of few weeks, but then it's it's not okay if you want to drop him and then bring someone in that's like for like that we might or might not have at the moment in the squad, then that's all right. But it's it's all it's everything else on top of that as well. It's like all the other lineup changes, like the Nisbet, like the tactics, like this like formation, the, like the formation, the whole sitting as a back five when we don't have the ball with Kim dropping in between the two centre backs. It just like you said, it just let them own the midfield. Yeah, we got completely just, we just got overall. completely schooled. And every long ball to Simon was either won by Bugard or Top of Stanley. Mm. It felt like every single time that every long ball to Simon, either he would maybe get it to feet and he'd lose it, or Bugard or Topper would just head it away. 
So it was pretty frustrating to watch, for sure, because Yugarkovic, who, you know, we don't like complimenting them on here, but I think Yugarkovic has probably been a pretty solid player for them for the past few years, and he's had a pretty good season so far. And we just we just allowed them. And then Petrados, I think a couple of people mentioned it. Why did we give Petrados so much space and time he's, on he, the ball? He has been a nightmare for them all season. He has done almost nothing, and then he probably had his best game of the season against us. Easily. So I don't know. I don't know if that's a case of us just being obviously really poor. Us just being us yeah. at this point. Yeah, and then and making Arroyo look really good as well, which yeah was is worrying. I actually don't mind Arroyo as a player. Like he's a scummer at the moment, but I, I feel like in a better team, he would maybe stand out more. Well, apparently we mm. um, but we were offered him hmm. before he went to the Jets. Hmm. Rumor is typical. He did. Um, celebrate a goal he didn't score though yes. <laughs> that was clearly a, a Kim own goal and he celebrated it like he just won the I mean, World Cup Kim, Kim would be more than happy for him to um, to take that Probably, one to be honest yeah. wouldn't he yeah, but another Oggy to our oh, name God, Oggy is going to finish our top goal scorer for the season he's going to finish the A-League's top goal scorer anyway yes yeah. Yes. Uh, I mean at this stage you know, T- Tongic is a shout for Golden Boot <laughs> yeah I mean I'd be a shout if I played the rest of the season I think <laughs> I'd get pretty close so do, you, um, do we want to go through like the starting eleven? Just say who played well and who didn't. I think. Again, well, I mean, it's going to be pretty quick to go through who played well. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. I think I, I would say Biras mm-hmm. made a great save in the second half. I think Ziggy was mostly solid. Ziggy was good. Um, Everyone. Tongit when he came on, yep, that was fair. Do you reckon Tongit maybe gets a few more minutes now that he's shown something in that game? It depends what the injury is to Rolls, isn't it? I haven't, yeah. I haven't heard anything I haven't about heard how bad it was, but he didn't look too crash hot. Um, looked like knee, knee or ankle, mm. something to do with his leg. Yeah, it looked like there was a yeah, it looked like lower half of his body. I we can't remember whose whose knee it was, but someone's knee went into the went into his shin or the side of his calf, which yes. is often a painful one. That's yeah. a cork. Yeah, so yeah. you know, cork can keep you out from you know three days to a week. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah, we'll see how he pulls up from but that. A, I mean, there's a lot of calls to, to drop Clisby and put Rolls out on the left. I can't remember the last time I saw Rolls in anything other than centre back. But the flip side of that is everyone keeps complaining that Stadge keeps changing things. So, And then there's some that think Ziggy should go to left back. Oh. Which I, yeah, I, I think Ziggy's way better as a centre back than a wing. Than a, 100%. Than a I agree. Yep. 100%. I, very early on in the season, after the first sort of few games, I was I was probably not really on the Ziggy train much. Um but I'm driving the Ziggy uh, train, man. Yeah. As <laughs> all aboard, too. All aboard, Captain Pryor. Uh, he follows me on Twitter for all my shit takes, so I can't. I can't say anything bad about him. Yeah, but, good man. And I don't say anything bad about him anyway because I thought he was pretty, pretty decent on the weekend. Yeah, I, I mean, been as okay for the most of the season. It's as well. it's weird. As as we've gotten worse, he's gotten better. Mm. And you know, he's he's still made the odd mistake, like the come what game the was, game. But the, when he did the uh, slippy G in the box. Uh, that was yeah, yeah. New Year's um, Eve. Yeah. yeah, so, you know, he still made those sorts of mistakes. But to be honest, I think it's probably since that game when he's, he's been, been sort solid. Of pretty solid. Mm. Um, what about Fox? Where's Fox go? He's like almost like falling off the planet. I feel like something's going on there. Yeah, yeah there's got to be something that's happened there. There's more to that, I Has think, he than said something that Stage hasn't liked and said, well, you're not playing again? Or I feel like it might be an attitude thing. Mm-hmm. I think we speculated on this a couple of weeks ago, didn't we? Mm. Yeah, I think it might be an attitude thing with him. And I mean, it's it's so hard at the moment to, to look through any starting 11 and to say... X Y Z stood out, except every week it seems to be seems 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 to be Birgitti, even though we conceded four goals. Mm. 
Which and he got the man of the match. He got man of the match, yeah. That's crazy. I mean, doesn't that, doesn't that speak volumes that when your keeper gets man of the match, even mm. though he's conceded four? I think Ziggy yeah. was probably hard done by not getting man of the match. I, th- I, I thought Ruan was hard done by, um, yeah. to be honest. I thought he came on and disagree. did very well in place, of, in place of Kai. In saying that, I think Kai's done very well this season. I think that he's you mm. know started to strike up a decent partnership with Ziggy there. Um, yeah. You know, so... If if he is injured, um, Ruan's got a, a decent chance to to come in and and try and try and snatch a space there. But um, was a quality header to score mm. in the what was that like forty fifth minute? So it mm. was a much needed goal for sure. And then when Clisby scored, which was a shocker to ever pretty much everyone, <laughs> it was two all. I'm thinking, oh my god! And then, but then the inevitable he's, he's, happened. He's, he's, yeah, he's turned the ball over two minutes later, and you know we're three two down, and then we're four two, two down now. straight away. So yeah, Clisby's Clisby. I mean, I'm it's every, just not I good think enough. everybody's been saying it, and no, it's not. It's just it's really not good enough for someone that we decided to extend the contract of. Mm. Whether you know, we're, we're still not 100 percent sure who that was. Whether it was Mulvey, or we so I think we're sort of leaning towards it was Mulvey um, that decided to extend it for two years, and absolutely not worth it. And the worst thing is for me is that there's no competition for his spot. Yeah. Yep, that's right. And when you don't have any pressure on you to perform, you feel like not not that he's doing that on purpose, but you feel like you can probably do that and still get away with it and still start the next week, which that's what keeps on happening. The only player that's been brought up by Thurbs, obviously, it was Hatch from Youth, who yeah, I don't know what you he's, guys he's think. Been, yeah, I mean he's been brought he's up by, raw, by a number though. of people. He's he's mm. still a little bit too green. I'm not sure he's ready for for this level. Um, yeah. There's people that that say that he's probably on the same level as Lewis Miller. Um, not sure I exactly agree. I, I, I rate Hatchy. I like don't get me wrong, I think he's a fantastic player and I really hope he does make the grade at A League level. Um I'm not sure if now is the time though. But in saying that, you know, Clisby, don't get me wrong, lovely guy. Um, but he you can't count on one hand how many goals he's cost us now. Mm. Especially when it's two in two weeks to add yeah. to the list. And I think the fact that he scores means nothing. I think I think that goes up to me. seven or eight goals that he's he's pretty culpable for now. Yeah, um, and, and that's just this season. Yeah, and they're pretty simple mistakes too. Yeah. Very simple. Yeah, it's not like a you know, it's not like the other teams playing amazing sort of football that, and he's getting caught sort of out because of that. Mm. It's just are, he's just not quick enough to get rid of the ball. Yeah, he's just being, pretty being mistakes. closed down and losing the ball, yeah. which is just basic stuff, really. Mm. And, so. and or just not being aware of, of what's yeah. going on around him, where he, where you gave the ball away last week. You know, it's it's, it's schoolboy stuff, unfortunately, and. You know, I hate ragging on individual players like that, but yep, you know it's getting to the stage where yeah, it's cost us that many goals and and potentially points. So yeah, I think what what's the solution there? Is it Hatch? Is it you know moving Kai out there? Yeah, it's it's yet to be seen. Yeah, I think the worst thing about the weekend was when we scored that second goal, and I think uh, Mick Komet said this the best on the forum is like I. Did not even celebrate. No. Mm. I like, I... It was sort of like, a, oh, we scored. That's It cool. was, yeah. And it was like a acceptance <laughs> of the inevitable <laughs> yeah. that we were still was going to lose happen, that yeah. game. I sort like, of went, ah, oh, quiz. Yeah. Cool. And then, you know. Yeah. And I mean, <laughs> that's not good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's not good. That says a lot. Especially when it's the hardcore fans. Well, yeah. It's like yeah. Someone, like, someone like Mick Komet, who has given legitimately blood, sweat and tears for this club over the last 15 years. Yeah. You know, pe- people like us as well that have, that have done the same. And um, it, is, it is very concerning to see that people that loyal to the club and that have staunchly defended them through the ups and downs and, and trials and tribulations over the years 
are starting to become somewhat apathetic. Yeah, it's um, yeah, like even even my mum of all people who was the one when I was eleven or whatever it was. She the one that got you into the club. Yeah, she was the one that bought us memberships. She was the one that dragged me to every game, even on weeks when I didn't want to go. Um, and now look what she's got me into. No, um, <laughs> and um, even she rang me uh, Monday afternoon on the way home from work and she said to me look I don't know what's going on but next season I'm going to be seriously thinking about whether I sign up again mm. and she's been a member from day dot yeah like hardcore staunch hardcore Karen is a away games ultra casual oh yes very much um away games near us well away games done all you know done all the grand finals went to Brisbane for the game that never happened um you know, has been interstate a few times, goes to all the games with her girlfriends and even she is like, I'm about to jump off this because like, it's almost like, what is the point? Yep. Like, because it, it's and at the point. Her. Yeah, it's 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 at the point and I, I always hated, I never was on board with the whole conspiracy about, you know, the clubs being driven into the ground on purpose and all that sort of stuff. But it's it feels like that's where we're headed. The, the apathy is the most concerning thing for me because you, you don't mind it so much when you see the fans being angry or, or you know, sh- actively showing their disappointment because it shows at least they still care. Yeah. Mm. The apathy that we're starting starting to reach again, and we've, we've been through that in the past where it sort of flitted between, you know, mocking the team and, and, mm. and um, that sort of apathy as well. When, when you just stop caring, that's... Super concerning. The thing with the apathy for me is that who did we just play? Our biggest rivals in our biggest derby. Yes. And everyone was just, yeah, yeah. That's when something you know that something's missing. And it was on the pitch as well. I was about to say, sort of, it sort of showed on the pitch. Mm. And yeah, if if Stadge and, and Simon can't get the boys m- motivated and, and to lift for a game like that, where. It's a six-pointer. And know, Monty's the, there the, as well. The wooden well, spoon, yeah, the wooden spoon's involved. on the line, essentially. Uh, the, and to, to turn out such a flash and just disinterested performance was not acceptable. And you can't blame the weather either, because the weather was fine. Oh, it was fine up there. The pitch played perfect. No, the pitch was good. There's absolutely no excuses for the performance that was put out. Honestly, it's just unacceptable. Yeah. And I think, I think actually, maybe now might be a good time to make a little confession just on the apathy sort of uh, point. So when we, uh, was it last season or the season before when I did the Charlesworth out banner over the CCLC car I think it was last season. Was it last season? I think so. Because it was the Melbourne City game. Was it Melbourne City midweek? Was that the New Year's Eve game? I think it was a New Year's Eve game. Actually, goalpost. Goalpost goal game. Post gate. New that was Eve. New Year's yeah, Eve. Was. Okay, so... Confession time, New Year's Eve. That was me um, <laughs> on the top on the top of the car park. Hi, Mike. Of the Lees Club uh, that uh, did the banner, put it over. Um, you know, security went real thrilled, and actually, I think I put it up and then left it. Left it, and then the security security thought. found it like ten minutes later or whatever. And sort of the funny thing about that is, I didn't know what was going on in the stadium with the goalposts. So I, I put the banner up and then I could hear like whistles going and like all these weird moans and groans and then like a stadium stadium announcement of uh, the goalposts are being uh, fixed. We could be about 40 minutes and I'm like, what the hell is going on? And I'm just up there with the banner hung over the car park like, cool, this is, yeah, uh, just going to sit here for a while until the goalposts get fixed. But 
the person in, who got the main photo of that was confession time me yes it was you the, my main <laughs> my main the point, point of, the story. of all that is that I'm at the point where I can't even be bothered to to protest do that again mm. and to protest I'm at the point now where I just rock up you just expect. watch the game expect us to get pumped come last and then go home that's where my care level is at mm. and sort of just over 12 months ago or whatever it was I was at the point of all right someone do something all made out and if you if you're listening Mr. Charlesworth hi um <laughs> and that's where I was at because I was like this this thing that I love is going down the drain and now I feel like I couldn't care less if we do fold tomorrow um, you know you see, you see comments yeah exactly echoing that you know just just fold us so it it stops the pain mm. and you know in saying that I can't imagine life without it but geez, no, it'd, be, can I. <laughs> it'd be it'd be a little bit less painful you know <laughs> wouldn't yeah. be just moping around the house every Sunday like I am currently yeah yeah it's um it's a weird thing because it's like you want you want it to end and then if it ended tomorrow and I didn't get to see you guys every second week or do away trips and all that sort of stuff I'd be pretty damn sad I think yeah so um you know, if we could be mid-table strugglers, that'd be great, and just have a little bit of pain and just have a I'll little take bit a of apathy. Run. <laughs> like just, just try and aim for six. Maybe get into the finals. I mean, mm. how, well, can, how can you not I've, take I've, that? I've said this. I've said this, and I'll continue to say it every season. Anything less than six is a failure in yes. a ten or eleven or twelve team league. The five anything teams less than six is an absolute failure. The five teams that don't make it failures ne- next season, six teams are failures. And there, there was a point in time on Sunday where we were bottom of the league again, very familiar territory, even though it was lower than our lowest point um, because we'd never previously been 11th. Um, Thanks to Chris Harold, we're not last for one more week. Yeah, what a banger of a goal. Yeah. yeah. Speaking yeah, of him, we should um, speak about let's, him because that's a positive. On, <laughs> I'm happy with that signing. <laughs> very happy. Yeah, look, Harold's come on um, and done well, he's done more than Jair um, did in his 70 minutes mm. um, scored an absolute uh, fair, fair strike um, fair strike decent yeah, yeah decent yeah decent. you take that um, again didn't really fill me with that sort of sense of confidence that oh yeah we're, we're on with a chance here but nah. um, it was at least nice to nice to see <laughs> yeah no I was I was quite happy when we uh, when we announced Harold mm. uh, thought he made a decent impact when he came on um, scored the goal uh, but once again, it's it's a case of we've got a decent player with a struggling team around him, and it, it's sort of he's under pressure uh, to come in and to perform to and to make a, a difference. Point. And I think he 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 did as much as he could on the weekend, but there's there's only so much individual players can do. In terms of his signing, he gives us just another dynamic, though. You know, whether you play him through the middle as, as more of a nine, or whether you play him in what I think is his more natural position as a as a winger, as a mm. seven or eleven. Um, the guy is absolutely rapid. Like yeah. he is, he is pacey, um, and I think he's he's more direct um, than some of the other guys that we have playing up top. Um, so yeah, it gives us a, a more interesting sort of dynamic that we can that we can go into games with. I think it was, what, 100 games or so for glory, and I think 80 of those were on the right wing and 20 as a centre forward. So yeah. definitely, yeah, pe- pe- definitely play him on the wing. The problem was is that the club, I think, announced him as we've signed striker Chris Harrell. They said forward. Forward? Which, okay. you know... Yeah. Which constitutes so your average a winger, yeah. a winger and, a, and a striker, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, everyone's sort of ragging on him, going, oh, one goal in seven it's, games, yeah. yeah. Oh, look at the club just shelling out non cheap players anybody again. anybody seen right. him it's play like, for the glory? Because every time I watched the glory play over the last four or five years, I thought he was pretty good. Yeah, look, at, at, at first, when I first heard about it, I'll, I'll admit I was sceptical. Um, but the more I thought about it, 
yeah, the more I thought, yeah, it actually it actually kind of fits. Um, we aren't exactly blessed with depth in that um, right sort of right side of position um, in terms of wingers out there. Um, so he gives us a bit more depth, but he also yeah gives uh, another dynamic entirely up top. I'm guessing the GG money went straight to that sign. It was essentially yeah such a straight swap. I saw um, Anton post something on f- Facebook, um, one of Luke's favourite things. God damn it, Anton! <laughs> Please stop. Um, saying that yeah, the idea behind it was that we would swap a defensive midfielder, which I've said all season we have so much depth there um, mm. for for a winger, and that's what we've done. What's going on with Milan? He has dropped off significantly, hasn't he? Yes. Have we? Has you know? Has he? Has he seen the writing on the wall? And he'll only be here for one season, and he's stopped. Do you think maybe he's, he's yeah, already well, been told? Maybe. Do you think he's already been told? God, I hope not. I hope not. But I would say it he, would he not was surprise me. One, he was the one of the few players that we need to tap on the shoulder and say, "Get in here now and sign a contract for mm. next season." Yeah, not based on the last two weeks, though. No, because yeah, he's. I, I gonna say. feel like he's he's been dragged right down to our level. You look at him the last two weeks; it looks like his legs have gone. Totally different player. Yeah, it, totally different. Not even close to what we saw the first the first few rounds. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah, not good, not good. And that's you know he was somebody in the earlier rounds, albeit while results maybe weren't really going our way, they weren't as. They didn't feel as uh, sort of certain as what they have the last three or four weeks. And he was there, and he was definitely stemming the tide of um, of us, of our midfield being overrun. And he was also sort of creating the odd chance, and mm. he was scoring the odd goal. But he has not looked close. Earlier in the season, he was he was creating big chances, as you say. Um, his passing accuracy was, was generally around high 80s, low 90s mm. um, in terms of the percentage there. Um on the weekend, um, he finished below 70% in terms of his passing accuracy. Um, he only won two out of his seven midfield duels, um, which... That's a significant drop-off. That's, that's a killer. That's a huge drop-off. Huge. So, yeah, and yeah, as you, as you say, it's a, it's a possibly part of the reason why we why we lost the midfield battle so so much, you know, numbers as well. Um, but I remember him making all those forward runs in the earlier rounds. The one that he scored in the first derby of the, of the season. Was that our first game, round two? I think it was. No, yeah. That was the first home game. game yeah. First home game of the season that he scored that goal on the volley. On the volley, yeah. Has he really made a lot of forward runs like that in the last five, six games? Not really. Not that I can remember. No. I remember he had two shots on the weekend. Um, one of them was on target, didn't really test the keeper. Um, and the other one was he just completely scuffed it. Um, was nothing like the the venom that he used to be able, that he was getting behind them in, in rounds gone by. Mm. Um, I look, I, I based on his last two weeks, you can't justify a contract extension there, can you? No, no, and that's, that's like that's where thought. that's where I've completely flipped on like uh, say like him and Ziggy, for example. Earlier in the season, I would have thought there's no way Ziggy stays, mm. but now I would <laughs> Ziggy would be probably one of the First ones that I do keep, and probably based on the last few weeks, Milan would be out the door. And Ziggy's got age along on his with side too. the majority of the rest of the squad. Ziggy's twenty six, and then Milan. You know, yeah. you, don't, you want to go back to the. I always old forget he's that but young. Milan is thirty one. Yeah, maybe have, are his legs sort of you know dropping off a bit? Maybe you don't see you don't see that much of a drop around, of a drop off though in in the space of a couple of weeks. Yeah, has he had too be. many JDs? <laughs> mm. 
Be careful what you post on your Instagram story. <laughs> yeah, that's um, right. I'll come after you. Um, <laughs> Stalker. Uh, what about Silvera? I mean, I I cannot understand. He was horrible. You, I cannot understand how you justify starting him on the weekend. And yeah, another agreed. one who has dropped off so substantially and, and again, sort of since the interest from battle. LA. He got his contract and then he's just not played well since. Yeah. But okay, so it was the what was the game? Not the last home game, the one before, um, where we lost to... Adelaide? Uh, Brisbane. Hang on. Might have Hang been. On. Yes, it was the Brisbane game. Live yes. Google. Yep, Lost Google. to Brisbane. Um, yes, Brisbane. Got it. And Silvera, I think, came off the bench in that game. Yeah. Um, performed very poorly. Let's let's be honest. Remember Milan gave him like a ni- really nice ball between the defenders and he just didn't read it at all and just stopped, stopped in his tracks? Well, I, I, I sort of slammed him because I... Put him out as public enemy number one for for the goal that we conceded towards mm, the end yeah. of the game. There, I was on board with that too. Yep. And um, to be honest, there was a couple of times on the weekend, on the weekend when he, he pulled did out exactly of tackles. the same thing, pulling out yeah. of not, tackles, not just pulling out of tackles, but sort of just you know half-heartedly jogging towards loose balls and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Whereas you know players like like a Ziggy or like a Kim mm. would be throwing themselves into those fifty fifties wholeheartedly. Um, mm. You know, has has the um, has all the attention gone to his head? Do you think? Maybe. See, I don't. I don't think so because I don't think. I don't think he's that. Just from what I've seen, like I don't know him that well. You but think he's more grounded. Than I think that? he's. I think he is. I mean, like we spoke to him quickly at uh, quickly at the fan day at the start of the season. Um, he seemed nice kid, pretty level headed. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that was obviously before mm-hmm. a lot of attention was put on him, and um, you know, he had that one game earlier on in the season when he was interviewed. Uh, on Fox Sports after the game, spoke to Bozza, spoke to Slater. They yeah. sort of wrapped him up, yeah, built time. him up, yeah. sort of big time, which always happens. Um, so maybe it has gone to his head. I'm not, you know, I'm not really close enough to him to probably make that judgment. But if he looked at it from the outside, that's what it, that's that's what it, that's what it looks like. Well, it looks like that. Or if it's not that, is it? Um, has he been told? You know, there's a very good chance of a deal of him going to. We know whether it's LA or whether it's another overseas club, mm. um, and he's just trying to preserve himself for that. Maybe I think that's I think that's a fair a fair call. It's possible. Yeah, especially when, and I think we we sort of spoke about that uh, last time we recorded too. We had that question about you know do young players see this as a place to be or is it a stepping stone? And I think that's a prime example of that. Is that he clearly sees it as a, a stepping stone and there's no consequence for him or the club if we finish last, really, besides there being three people at the games next season, hmm. if we're still around. So there's you know mm. there's no relegation if for whatever reason we hold on to him. It's not like he'll be playing in a second tier. There's, you know, he'll... There's no, there's no punishment for poor performances, especially when you have a poor performance one week when you come off the bench and then you start the next week. Mm-hmm. And then you argue, arguably play, play even worse. worse for 60 or 70 minutes or yeah, ha- yeah. however long you played for. So I just... I I can't wrap my head around that. I really can't. Yeah, it's, the, um, the, the drop in quality from, from some of the players has just been inexcusable. Mm. And I, I, I feel... For the backroom staff, I feel for the office staff um, because they've got to come into work on on Monday. How do you um, sell this at the get, moment? Well, that's right. They've got to try and sell it. They've got to. How do you sell this to sponsors? With, and well, they've got to deal with the the Facebook comments, yeah. the phone calls, the emails. Whereas you know the players, they get a day off on Monday. Mm. 
you know, I would have made some of those guys walk back from Newcastle. Yep. Yep. And then put him into a double on Monday. <laughs> yeah. No word of a lie. Yep. Um, yeah. It's, There's I, a lot. I I'm mean, frustrated. I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired, Robbie. I'm tired, Robbie. Um, like, if you can't fire up for a derby, excuse my language, but you can fuck off. If you can't fire up for our biggest fair. game, that's then fair. why... You're playing in the club you're playing for. You're playing your biggest rivals. You're playing away. You've got fans that have made the journey in horrendous conditions. You need to put in a performance that befits the club and its fans. And sure, we scored three goals, but we conceded four pretty... That sloppy, ugly goals yeah, too. That that scoreline. The scoreline flattered us. Absolutely flatters us. Huge, massively. You look at the stats. The stats tell the tale of the yeah. tape. There, Newcastle twenty-two shots, Mariners seven. Mm. Mariners with four shots on target. Cool. We were a bit more clinical than usual. That's nice. We scored more than one away goal than mm. than we scored one from open play. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Actually, yeah. that's probably the one positive from that game. Yeah, we hadn't scored a goal in open play for like. Three years or whatever it's been, and then we finally get three in one game. <laughs> well, can you really call the other, the the first two from open play though? No, I mean Harold's Cl- Clisby's yeah. Clisby's one was from a free kick, and, a corner. and yeah. Ruan's one was from a corner, so they're not really from open play. Yeah, you've got me. <laughs> Harold's one though. Yeah, that's what I meant. Harold's one. That's what I yeah, meant. Yeah, no, no, no. That's right. Yeah. So yeah. the only goal we scored from open play is just a sp- a specky fluke, which again came, came from, from a defensive error, the Italiano mistake. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I um, thought Harold was really good. Hey, when when he came on, closed down. Yeah, he was, was positive. Hassling, yeah. hassling the defenders, and then that led to his goal. It start- was it was it was the only, it was the only real sense of urgency I saw for ninety minutes. Yep, I agree. Yeah, um, which yep. is incredibly frustrating in that game against them. Um, but I mean, like you have to wonder what Charlesworth is thinking at the moment. Mm-hmm. Right. Mike, give so, us a call and tell us what you're thinking. Give us a call, Dave. You well, let's, yeah, no, apparently, no, open, apparently open Charles invitation. Worth apparently apparently he does listen, and we can obviously reach out and ask him. Uh, but uh, if if you are if you are listening this week, we'd love yeah. for you, Mike, to to maybe reach out to us and and um, open invitation for you to to come on next week or the week after. Mm, um, but we'd love to. Have to be Pick willing to answer the hard questions because that's what's going to come. Yeah. And I mean, you can't you can't sit you can't be in the position that we're in and expect everything and everyone to be all rosy and try and always look on the bright side after five years or whatever it's been. Maybe a if it was trash. the first year after Mossy when we had that bad season, so we can forgive that rebuilding. Mm. But you can't be in a rebuilding phase for six years. Yeah, I think like you know, and I bought I bought into the whole. Okay, we need to change how we run the club. We need to fix the back room, fix the finances, and then slowly build from there. But it hasn't come. It hasn't come. And I mean, I think I said this a few times recently that it's it's. I'm glad that Mike doesn't go out into SBS and try and spruik games into Asia or do or any of that <laughs> sort of weird shit or the whole North Sydney. I'm glad that he does that. That's called um, the Tony Sage. Yeah, that's right. And I'm glad that he keeps a certain distance from the club now mm. but it's at the point where people need reassurances of what's actually happening yeah because it's it's like we the crowds are going way the cr- down the crowds are going, going keep way going down, down. If we, he's going to keep going honestly if we if we yeah if we get another spoon this year we'll be lucky to get a thousand members next year or two thousand yeah. members like we are like sort of uh, we said the other week there, there used to be that core 
six k. It used to be core six thousand, and, and now it's like, like that's gone down to four. It's quickly gone down to four. Like I don't I th- think it's four guys. I, honestly, ne- never do I. <laughs> I think, Could be late, yeah, less. I think that I th- I I think at the start of last season that core six k was still just hanging on, mm-hmm. and now it's really dropped off. It's really dropped off, and like he he must be either he's coming to a lot of money all of a sudden and he just doesn't care about what happens here and how much money we lose or you know Anton may be helping out more than we think I think to help with the finances yeah and I mean probably think and that's all well and good but it's there's no use propping up a club for however long you think you'll be able to do it for because it won't work because if there's if there's a thousand people coming through the gates the license will get taken off us for whatever reason they deem necessary. Well, hang on, who's, who's going to take the license off and us though? Because it's I not just, the FFA anymore. I just thought of that as a, yeah, the words yeah. as the words were coming out of my mouth. So I guess it would be the the new clubs, the AF, AFP, whatever CA or whatever the hell they're called. Mm. I guess them as a collective, if they thought probably along the same lines of the FFA as a collective, if they thought that uh, the owners, which are obviously Charlesworth. Um, if they thought that they weren't running the club in the best interest, in the of best the interest, mm-hmm. and in a sufficient way, or putting in sufficient funds to make us competitive, especially when there is a salary cap, mm. um, then I think they would seriously look at it. Yeah, no, I agree, and I, I know that all the clubs in the league agree that a strong Mariners is good for the league. Yeah, and I think they would all agree more than the FFA that regional clubs are very important. But and we are technically the only regional club still, isn't that right? Because Newcastle's really a city. Class is a city, I think. Class is a shithole. Shithole, true. Um, but I think we are the only proper regional club. The problem is, there's no point having a Mariners in the league if we're getting a thousand people every week and getting spanked. Yeah. So it doesn't look good. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on. You know, Hyundai is potentially about to pull out of. The FFA slash A League, well, it'd be more the A League now. Um, yep. But you know that that could be a bit of a beat up. They could find a, sort of another sponsor that might put in Fox, the amount of money. Who knows? Fox Broadcasting the A League. Well, they've, the they've on shaky ground. They've, they've yeah. cut they've cut their resources um, as as we know it. in terms of their broadcasting. Definitely. So the high on die thing um, was a deal that was brokered by the FFA. Mm. Um, it would be up to the new clubs um, or the new A League um, group um, to find a new A League sponsor there. Yeah. Um, I'm hearing that you know there was a bit of a somewhat of a fallout between Hyundai and the FFA because they weren't happy with which sort of weird how it all rolls back around to us. They weren't happy with the whole handling of the Stage thing and the Matildas. Mm-hmm. That was mm-hmm. one of the things that they weren't happy with mm-hmm. with how that all played out in the public eye. And so they shot themselves in the foot, really. Yeah. Well, there's several other sponsors that have dropped off as well. Mm. Um, you know, obviously Caltex pulling pulling their sponsorship mm. of the Socceroos. Aldi, Aldi, the yep. Aldi Mini Roos are gone. Yep. Um, and there was two or three other key sponsors as well. So uh, that's that's a lot of money a to lose. A lot of money to lose. You know, I, I really. Like how much was the would the Hyundai sponsorship have been for the league? Oh, a couple of bucks at least. Yeah, a couple of dollars, um, <laughs> definitely. I think pine a pine a can of cake. <laughs> well, and this is the whole thing, right? So they they were doing things like every club I think got three free cars, cars to use, yes, yep. and I assume they would come with fuel cards and all that sort of stuff. Mm. That would, you know, someone like a Milan, that would, you would throw the car in as an enticement for him to come here. You would say, mm. you can come here and play and you get a free car. And that, that would be for every club. And that's, if they go, that would go. Oh, yeah. So it's just, it's those sort of little things that make a pretty big 
See, I'd never difference. thought of that, but now that you've said that, that would yeah, be like those like sorts a of cherry things. on top of a signing. Yeah, for like sure. you know, somebody coming from some sort of Balkans, Europe, yeah, <laughs> some <laughs> European country. I was going to say, um, you know, to try and entice them to come out here, to come across to sort of the other side of the world. Someone like um, someone like a Simon Cox for the Wanderers is sort of yep. probably a good example. You know, he's had to leave his sort of family behind in the UK to come out here and play, you would say, look, you can come here, we'll pay you X, Y, Z, and you also get a car and you don't need to worry about it. Mm. But now that's gone. Mm. So that's like another expense that either clubs would have to do or it's not going to, we're not going to be able to entice. Yeah, it's like another 50 grand on top of the contract. Yeah, like really, it's, so it's, not, it's not like a massive thing that probably gets spoken about that much, but it's just those little things that start to build up. Value And add. you go, mm. shit, it's important mm. that they either stick around which it seems to be that they won't and we um, we need all the value adds that we can get oh my <laughs> god because we, if, you know what would be nice if we had a hotel here at the centre of excellence to house some place oh wait oh uh, or a pub to or come and pub, drink at yeah. to watch away games oh wait there's none of that and there goes Charlesworth coming on <laughs> <laughs> none yeah. of it and it's none gone. of it and it's gone so, just yeah. circling back to Stadge if we want to just change gears go for it um, I put in our document that we um, put all our info in. Before oh, don't we let record. the secret out. There's the secret. The secret's <laughs> out. There is no podcast run sheet. Everything is done ad hoc. <laughs> Behind the scenes. Pete um, knows these stats off the top of his head. <laughs> to be fair, I actually did those, uh, those ones. <laughs> is Stadge's future in jeopardy? Or do we have to finally, or not finally, but do we have to realise that the coach has been the scapegoat for this club we, for too many times? We can't keep a revolving door going. Yeah, I think Stadge is probably... I lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. I'm, I know it's hard to talk about us. <laughs> it is. It is. It hurts. If if we were any other club, he'd be out the door. Mm. He'd be out the door if by the end of February, if we didn't get a win, he'd be gone. I he mean, had to know what he was getting himself into. Oh, I'm sure he did. The two clubs I'm around sure us did. both sacked their coaches. Yeah. Like, I mean, and Jets for both sacked their coaches. If you, if you just look at cold, hard stats, right? So... We've played 16 games. We've won four, drawn one, lost 11. Most losses in the league. Most losses in the league. Goals for 17. Goals against 32. Again, second most in the league. Only behind the Jets. By one. Um, And if someone were to come in completely fresh pair of eyes Mm. and look at those stats... Just purely on the stats. Just purely on the stats, you would 100% be in trouble, especially when you look around and you go, well, yeah, the team above us have also stacked their coach and so have the team below us, Mm -hmm. and both have seemed to improve. Melbourne's improved slightly. Nothing sort of outrageous to maybe what they sort of really should be. But then you've got to compare their plays to ours. Yeah, of course. And then as much as I hate Newcastle, I think they've, they've improved slightly as well. I wouldn't even say slightly. Yep. I think they've improved. improved. I think they've gone up probably two or three levels, to yeah. be honest. And as much as I'm going to stick a spoon in my eyeballs when I go home later, Roy has improved Newcastle. Um, he would have been pissed that he didn't score. Yeah. Um, he's added another threat to their sort of front third with Arroyo that they hadn't had for the entire season, especially mm. when Arroyo was out. Mm. They had mm. nothing in the final third. Now, with the combination of those two... Um, that if they players like Jimmy Petrados and that sort out their shit, Petrados could going to springboard that yeah. performance scoring new coach, a double. New coach bounce, mm. all that sort of stuff. We're in trouble. I'm I'm telling you, it's a race to the bottom, and we are 
getting there first. Very really in quickly. the box seat. We are in the box seat for the bottom, and that's it's. I mean, it, it can't happen again. Up until it just can't. up until the the Wanderers game the other week, I thought we were still on to a good thing. I thought that you know we were still playing for the most part. Um, out, out, out playing the opposition, but just not getting results. Just mm. wasn't clicking in the final third. The Wanderers game, something seemed to shift in the entire in the entire team's mentality. Is it the fact that the dressing room's gone? Is it you know certain players being told that they're not being renewed, or you know overseas offers coming in, or I don't know what what's the answer? What's <laughs> Yeah, it's it's. I think it's 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 at that point again where we have a losing mentality. Well, that's yeah, that's that, right. That, right. That was a big thing that was spoken about uh, by Paolo mm. when he was here. Oh, no, so, no, sorry, Mulvey. Mulvey, yeah. I always forget that there was one there, sort of in between statues. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was a big thing that was spoken about by Mulvey when he first arrived, and obviously things didn't work out, but. He was right in the sense that we have a losing mentality. We we do a lot of these players are, are mentally so I don't want to say fragile, but maybe even broken by That's, the last few years. Because yeah. you know, we are so starved of even any sort of echelon of success. Mm. Um that it's obviously just so mentally ingrained in the players that as as soon as we give up a goal, it's all over. I, I, think, I honestly yeah. thought this when Stadge came in that there was no one better or more available to... Um, sorry, there was no one better in terms of who was available to be able to fix that sort of mentality. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like I said, up until about two weeks ago, I thought that was right. But I still don't think we can get rid of him. Um, a, because we can't afford to pay him out. Um, but <laughs> it was a three-year deal, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah so I, two, two more, I made a pretty big years. mistake last week when I said I thought it was like one season or yeah, one so and a half. Or, it's like ago. three years. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> so, um, my bad. But, yeah, look, I still back him to turn it around, but it's going to need investment. Yeah, I think he's. I think, I, I think you were right before when you said that it, surely he knew what he was walking into, and I think he did because he's not stupid, mm. but I think now... He realizes, Maybe he's realizing the size sort of, of the task. Yeah, yeah. And this is the whole thing, but like, you know, we've spoken about this a few times sort of in our group is that, yes, every coach we've had recently has been stuck with the recent coaches' players yeah. and the signings that have been taking up space in the cap. And some of these guys are taking up a lot of space in the cap. Um, and so, you know, the, the easy thing to say is, well, all right, well, let's just wait till the end of the season. And then that frees up a fair bit of the cap space when they guy when these guys inevitably move on, um, and then Stadge can start from fresh. But then it's like, well, we we can't afford to do that either. Purely on the base of if we win another spoon, like I said before, how do you sell this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Who's who's going to be there to actually sell so this? We're stuck in a we're stuck between a rock and a hard place. It's a bit of a catch twenty two, isn't it's, it? It's it's mm. you know, do you do you sack another coach and you go through? Go through the bloody roundabout. I don't again. think we can do that again. We just no. can't afford to do it again. No. no, and then it's, I can't. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I'm glad I'm not in Sean's position because I don't have an answer. Mm. And you know, I like Sean. Get along with him very well. But to be honest, I'm not even sure if he has an answer at the moment. Mm. Mm. How do you? I don't get how you fix this. Besides more investment into better players that compete in this league, that you know 
despite all the sort of wailings around it, it is improving. Mm. And you've got some of the players that are around the league, like at Sydney, some of the players that are at <laughs> Perth, some of the players that are at Melbourne City, and even some of the guys like somebody like a Bobby Burns for Newcastle. Yeah. Who played very well on the weekend. Yep. Some of these guys that are on loan from these clubs in Scotland, which I assume would have probably come through Laurie. Um, those are the sorts of things that we're not we're not really tapping into where we've we've gone on this whole let's rely on youth mentality, which I don't I don't I don't mind playing youth. That's all right. Mm. But it doesn't always work. And there's that famous uh Quote from the nineties or something that you don't win, you don't win. What is it? You don't. You win don't training. win anything with kids. You won't win anything with kids. Yeah, but basically, yeah, yeah you know what Fergie did. Yeah, no. And then, <laughs> but at at some point for us, it feels like it's almost right because we've we've got a lot of young kids. We've got the odd experienced guy like a Milan and that, but then they they all seem to be dragged down to our position. Pete's, Pete's had a great the way idea. We play. Get get someone from Manchester United to come in and help us out. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, that's a great idea. We should look into it. <laughs> Let's go and have a chat with Sean. We should look into it. Actually, you know, you know, it's really funny. The last time we were in this bloody hot box of a room, and I am sweating, uh, was when we spoke to Phelan. <laughs> yeah, it was, wasn't <laughs> it? Was yeah. it? More than Mike Phelan. Uh, Things did, are going so rosy at Manchester United at the moment as well. It was. It was Didn't always that a, well? the, the whole mm. thing. That was always a case of you. You work at probably the biggest club in the world. You do not have time to help little old. Oh no no out. no! They were in daily dialogue. Daily you know, dialogue, mate. Daily dialogue. Daily dialogue with Mulvey, and everything's fine. <laughs> in the morning here, it's in the evenings there, and this is fine, GIF. Like um. So yeah, I mean, I don't, I'd, I don't know how many times we can repeat ourselves on this bloody podcast about where we're at and the position that we're in, and it's almost becoming what a the future record. looks like. But it, 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 it is. It is. It seriously is a bloody broken record, and. I said a few weeks ago that, you know, the next three or four weeks we're going to make our season and we're into week three of what I thought would make our season and we've lost every Three game. losses in a row. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then this Adelaide game on the weekend, which is also pretty important. Um, but the thing is, in those last three weeks, Adelaide have had a couple of good results and have got away from us. Yeah, they're on they're on some decent form. So, and then we got Sydney the week after. Yeah, so it doesn't yeah. get any better. <laughs> Adelaide need to bounce back as well. Like if Sydney just week. cruise in, like, second gear... If we play like we did on the weekend, it'll be three or four nil. Yep. Mm. Like you look at their front three or four, mm. and the way our sort of defensive half, not just sort of the back four, because I would probably take out Ziggy um, if I'm going to badmouth them. Our sort of defensive half of the field against that front three or four, mm. I'm not looking forward to that. Kai, Kai, like I said, is improved out of sight, but again, there's just little moments where yeah. Um, and he could be out as well. You know, whether it's lapses in concentration or what have you. I can't. Um, I can't get on the Kai train. I'm sorry. I can't do it. Okay. I can't do it. <laughs> I just. I don't know. Should we move on? Should uh, we go to our yeah. Facebook questions? Should we go and? Glenn Dwyer has given us seven questions, but I've just had a read through them. I think we've pretty much covered a lot of it. I think. I'm gonna go and cry in the corner. Um. I'm going to go cry in the other corner. So, how come Silvera went to trial in the US? He has been rubbish. I think we sort of touched on that. Why is Nizzi not getting a regular start, given the fact he's done well and every time every time he's been given a chance? Agreed, 100%. That Agreed. Was the weird, that was the biggest thing for me. And that's that's 100% on stage too, I think. Mm-hmm. That's... Like, I, like, 
the position that we're in, if 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 we just look at this, the last month and a half, um, I think we've found ourselves in the position that we're in, and it's equally on stage as it is on the players. There's been a lot of individual moments where players have made mistakes, like at Clisby, and that's that's not cost him. us a goal. And we've had a few own goals and all those sorts of things. Um, that's not on stage. That's just that just comes down to bad luck and the individual player, but stage. I think also needs to take responsibility for what for the position that we're in over the last month. Uh, why can't we play players in their actual positions? We have multiple players simply playing in the wrong position. I don't necessarily agree with that. Kai, Ziggy, both clearly playing well, or some of their best football at centre-back. Um, same with Ruon when he came on. Um, Lewis Miller is actually being played out of position. He's not a natural right-back. He's a DM, isn't he? No, he's more of, a, more of a winger. Oh, okay. Yep. And, and I think probably Miller's one we haven't even spoke about yet. He's one that's also dropped off. Yeah. Big Did, time. Yeah, maybe he's been... Yeah, he didn't have his best game on the weekend. Did well to set up the goal with Harold. Yeah. Did well right mm, there, but yeah. defensively trying to go forward, and which was my concern with him from the start, is that players were going to figure him out pretty quick. And as sort of a little bit of a one-trick pony, you know, tap it around him, use his speed to get him behind, and I think they've worked it out. Yeah. Um, no, I think for the most part, most of the most of the guys are being played in position. I think yeah, you see Tommy Orr when he's been playing, he's been playing in left back. Um, but that's because you know Stadge is trying to see if we have a Clisby replacement there, and you know this ain't it, Chief. Um, mm. It's not Tommy Orr. He's not the answer there. Um, you know, Kim and Stens are clearly playing in six and eight, um, where they're best suited, I think, um, as well as as well as Jurich playing through the middle. De Silva's been playing through the middle for the most part as well. A, a bit of a license to drift out wide. Um, and then when Simon and Jair and, and Muzz have played, they've all played up top. So I think for the most part, um, they're being played in position. I don't know what you guys think. No, I, I yeah, I do tend to agree. Um, I would have liked to, uh, Glenn to elaborate on who he meant, but not going to question his knowledge. Um all three subs, Majok, Tongyuk and Harold, did well when they came on. Harold is new, but why haven't we seen more of the other two? Tongyuk had a couple of games earlier in the season and didn't impress me. Um, I will be blatantly honest that when he came on um, at the weekend, I did fear the worst. Yes, I <laughs> um, Played a couple of times. But he, in the he, youth came, games he came as well. on. Yeah, he came on and did really well. Um, earlier in the season, when when he played, I didn't I didn't rate him. I thought he was very off the pace. Um, but he, yeah, no, he did well at the weekend. So yeah, I'd we, be happy for a straight broom we, next week. We may we may see more of him yet. Um, yeah. Marjok, I can't get on. I can't get on board with Marjok. Um, I'm with you there. I'm riding that train with you. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I just, I just think honestly, he's, he's not rated by the coaching staff, and, and that's probably why um, we haven't seen seen more of him. And obviously, as you say, Harold's new, so um, yeah, his first chance, and he, he sort of grabbed that pretty well. Yeah, I'm not sure what Harold's fitness is like, but I'd like to see him. Get I'd like to see him start more. Well, yeah, if start he's hopefully, or if get he's ready to go. get a few more minutes um, next week for sure. The next question that uh, Glenn's asked is. is uh, Something that we touched on just just before with um, Stadge starting off extremely well, but regret regress. <laughs> I'll use my big boy words here. Regressing week by week. Um, thoughts as to what the cause might might be. Is it investment? Is it you know the mental fragility of, of some of the players? Um, I think I think maybe anything. the pressure's starting to get to him. Yeah. Yeah. 
It is a pressure job, mate. Honestly, like, this, oh, of this course. role is a coach killer. Of course. I, I mean, mean, the blood pressure must be through the roof. Yeah, I mean, he, I like, like we sort of said before, I think he knew what he was walking into. I don't think he would have come in thinking this is a quick fix, but he would have wanted to come here and prove himself after what happened with the Matildas. Mm. And I think now that... Uh, and, you know, there were a few people that did question his coaching with the Matildas and some of the decisions he made um, sort of towards sort of the back end of when he was there. But um, I think... You can't question the results he was getting with them. No, that's right. No, that's right. And, sure. But I think now he's he wants to prove himself to probably stick it to the people oh, that yeah. uh, stitched him up. And I think he's probably under pressure now and maybe feeling it a bit. And I think I think he's probably making a few rash decisions like the whole starting Silvera and then... Uh, not that goes into not the next starting question. Isbert and it's exactly sort of, yeah it's yeah it's a bit sort of wishy washy yeah um, and that exactly yeah. it exactly ties into his next question is the fact that I we didn't even read that never seem to have a consistent lineup contributing to our poor form I, I think, think it's yes. definitely got something to do with definitely that. yes when um, I've gone on about that since day one <laughs> so when we um when we played Perth at home in the first the first time we played Perth at home um, mm. so after we'd already beaten them away um, he changed the shape for something like the third time this season mm. and we went out and we got comprehensively beaten um, you know I was speaking to, to um, certain individuals um, who are aware of what happens behind the scenes pre-game um, and they were a little bit baffled with some of the selection choices and, and the fact that he changed his shape again um, I think potentially he was spending a little bit too much time worrying about how Perth would line up um, as opposed to how we should be attacking them and how we should be lining up and what our best lineup was. I think he's tinkered far too much. Mm. Um, and I, I, you know, it's, I think you, you might've said it earlier today, Luke, it's, it's kind of worrying that we're so far into the season. We still don't know what our best 11 is. Yeah. Yep. That's been, yep. that's been what I've, what I've been thinking for a number of weeks. It was still doesn't seem as if Stadge knows what his best eleven is, and that's worrying because we're sixteen. We played sixteen games, and, and not and not what, eleven games left. Yeah, and not just eleven, but also formation and tactics. Like, yeah, yeah. you look at a Sydney FC. They've left Ninkovic out of the ACL squad, which is insane to me. But mm-hmm. they'll bring in probably Caceres. Mm. He'll play that exact same role, exact same position. Probably not as well, but he'll know what his role is, know what he's meant to do, know the tactics, know the style. And, you know, he might go all right. But with us, it doesn't feel that way at all. It feels like the complete opposite. And then we keep on changing the formation as well and the tactics. So when you when you swap in new players and then also change everything else... It just leaves the players more confused, wouldn't it? I when would think so. Changing, like, I'm changing absolutely everything? not a professional footballer, but if you kept on changing the formation every week and... Sort of, it doesn't allow it doesn't allow any any time for the players to gel. Any time no. for, as you say, consistency. You yeah. know that's, and we are being consistent at the moment because we're being consistently beaten every week. Yeah, and this also ties in well to the next question: Has Stadge, Stadge ran out of ideas? And well, I think the only thing he could still try is just like throw Matty Simon in goals or <laughs> like Matty Simon at centre back, have Birgitte on up to left wing or something or. Like that's about the only thing he hasn't tried yet. Um, uh, Jair at left, right, out. Jair, yeah. <laughs> Jair in uh, uh, <laughs> Brisbane Water on the boat back to the airport. Um, uh, I, yeah, it's we've we've tried just about everything and we're all out of ideas. <laughs> so, um, 
Try hatchet left back, bugger it. Yeah, Just why not? Yeah. Why not? Ethan Ramirez, uh, who do you think we should try and sign come season's end? Who the hell knows? Lionel Messi has a clause in his contract. <laughs> you know what? Just goes back to Have our we got to spare piece. one billion euros? <laughs> Messi and uh, the Barcelona president are not real happy at each other. Let's uh, let's go there. Would he fix things here? Does he want a free Hyundai? <laughs> Because he can't have that next season. Because <laughs> he won't get one. Does he want a nice house on Point Frederick? <laughs> Can he fix the messy we're in? Uh, <laughs> Very good. Very uh, good. No, legitimately, do you guys have any ideas? Because, yeah, I'm all out. Uh, We've got to try. I think, I think it's more about resigning at the moment, isn't it? Yeah. And not resigning. Yeah. Resigning. Please Remember the use hyphen. the hyphen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, well, I mean... Beerers. Aziggy. Yeah, I think we've sort of probably gone through who we would keep... Um, but in terms of new players, I mean, looking across the league, where's Harold, my Toivonen? Where? Give me a give, give me a goddamn Toivonen! Oh my god, give, give me, me my Toivonen! Go me. to Sweden and find another one. Wherever yeah. they made him in the factory, <laughs> go to Scandinavia and find one of the Scandinavians. I'll have one Toivonen. I'll have I'll have a Lafondra. Um, such a shame when that we were in for him a couple of years ago when he first came out. That's insane. And, to me. Um, and imagine what a difference oh. that would make. So what was the what was the reason why? Oh, probably money. It would have been money. Yeah, it would have been money. But you know, uh, I mean, we were in for O'Donovan over the January break as well. Mm. What a difference that would have made, mate. And you know, mm. I know people are going to rubbish it and poo 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 the idea. But um, I said poo poo twice. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's the heat in this room. Poo poo square. It, it is. It is. But <laughs> he's a goal scorer. He scored something like twenty in thirty games or 20 and 35 games for the Jets in his last stint there. He scored 6 in 10 for Brisbane um, in his most recent stint there. We don't have anyone that's scoring goals at the him. moment. I would have taken him. Yeah. I, we would have had to make a the opposite snake Tifo. And forgive like and forget. Snakes and ladders, but going back up or something. No, I don't just, know. No, Tifo, Tifo, just forgive and forget. Yeah. <laughs> Soz. <laughs> Soz in B3. Big three letters. Um, um, yeah, yeah, look, we, we obviously need a, t- a 15 or 20 goal a season striker and someone who's going to give him service. So um, let's sign, yeah, you know, one of those. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I, it's it's hard to put a name on individual players or whatever, but it's for me, it's still all about the spine. Mm. It's all about the spine. The visa players. It's all about the spine, spine and, and the visa, visa players. players. I think we've got an all right one of those at the moment in Ziggy. Mm-hmm. And then Kim, has Kim been and Milan, okay, fine. Kim, Kim has been okay, but he, he's like on the weekend gets played out of position and drops too deep when we don't have the ball and can't influence uh, sort of our midfield when we're trying to defend. Yeah, and he he it was causing a lot of confusion between our two centre backs with him there, and that's the hardest thing. And like one, and it's obviously not a dig at him, but he sh- he can't really speak English. So, I think he knows more than he lets on. Okay, so but I, in a game sense, I don't know how much that helps with, especially when you got Buddy Ziggy yelling at you and Scott Spore yeah. and you can't yep. understand what he's saying. <laughs> yep. um, but so Scott Spore accent. I mean, I think that would make it quite hard, and it just sort of adds sort of another layer to it. I think, and those there, him and Milan, based on the last few weeks, have just been too inconsistent. And I mean, we whether hopefully they pick up, and yeah, I'll be happy to keep them. But if they don't, it's about that spine. About finding that good centre back, good midfielders, find a proper number nine that even if someone from overseas that has a goal scoring record of one in every three games or something would be better than what we have at the moment. Give us Akin Fenwa. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> yes. Fat striker. 
Fat forward. If you want a fat forward, I'm available. <laughs> I've played Pete, like two games up front in the last two seasons. Do you reckon Peter so Crouch might come out of retirement? Imagine, imagine a forward Mate. line of Crouchy and Simo. Somebody Mate. talk to Drogba when he's out in a couple of weeks for the uh, football, football for, for Fires. Yeah, thing. well, it wouldn't be the first time we've signed someone who's been retired for two years. Um, Cameron Hackney, we're not going to answer your question. Um, you're a jerk. <laughs> John McConaughey. All right. You, you can do that one, Pete, and he's your mate. <laughs> he is. Um, so he's got a couple of questions. The first one, uh, losing is tiring. That's not a question, that's a statement. Uh, <laughs> I agree. Agreed. He's prefacing his, his question. So even rubbish Premier League teams are given sweet release of relegation at the end of a rough season. I think that's not just the Premier League, it's pretty much every league around the world. Can you please discuss what football looks like for Mariners fans in a world with relegation? Would this be better for the club in the long run? Would you rather us win some games across New South Wales, i.e. in the NPL, or continue to lose in the prestige of the A-League? In inverted commas. Thoughts? Uh, I am 100% for promotion relegation. The sooner it comes, the better, because I think it will avoid shit like we're in. Exactly right. It forces us to invest. It forces us to be more competitive. It forces you to get it right, or Mm. you will be playing at Plume Park in front of four people uh, against... And three of those those people are in this room. Yes. Uh, (laughs) You'll be playing against Buddy Gacy Sorry, I can't make it. I'll be at CCU. (laughs) Make that two. (laughs) We're down to two. It's Boyce and me. I'll I'll be at Plume, but I'll be supporting CCU. No, no. I'm joking. There'll be the CCU-CCM derby. Um, oh yeah, mate. That's a tough one. <laughs> yeah, it is after the last couple of years, isn't it? Can I just bet that both uh, players, that both teams, have a good time? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> both teams are trying very hard. Um, uh, yeah, I'm a hundred percent for that. Yes. Um, uh, yeah, whether it's a, a New South Wales based relegation thing, whatever they decide, if if they bring in a A League to the championship, it's got to be a national. It's got to be a national league. It can't just be like the NPL at the moment, where, oh, it's, where it's state based. I, I agree. I, I think. Um, um, yeah, yeah, A League Two would have to be national. It's yeah. one of the few leagues in the world with which which is a closed league. I mean, I think we were talking about it. Um, even like Vanuatu has pro three divisions mm. or something. Has three divisions. <laughs> yeah, that's nuts. and we have one. Well, not we haven't the A League, but then you have. And it, I, look, I get it. We're only fifteen years old, whereas you know the the J League has a lot more history behind it. You know, the, even the Vanuatu League probably has a lot more years behind it than the um, than the A League does, but. We need pro rail, yeah. um, because we need ASAP. something that's going to force the club to actually invest. Because you need some excitement. I'm all out of ideas. Pro rail. <laughs> how good? How good is the final day in any? I'm a, I'm a Premier League guy because I watch a lot of Premier League. So like on the final day, if there's if the relegation oh, like, Super is still Sunday alive, is fantastic. Super it's, is fantastic. Yeah, it's, it's one of the best days of the season when there's you know if there's teams that are like fighting to make sure that they don't get relegated. And there's team, like four teams out of, you know, there's three teams will get relegated and one might survive and the celebrations for that one team that'll survive. Mm. It's always awesome. So, pro rel ASAP, please, for the love of God. So to, and and to be honest, it's where we deserve to be. To go on to his next question, though, would you rather us win some games across New South Wales or, or in the A-League 2, I guess? So, would you rather us win some games across the A-League 2 or continue to lose in the prestige of the A-League? Mm. I don't, I don't, I don't, I mean, I know he's got that in inverted commas for a reason, but mm. I, I don't want to, re- I agree wish, with that. wish relegation on us though, to be honest. No, but I mean, I, I agree with the sense that the A-League's not really prestigious anymore. No, no way. It's lost its gloss that it had 
um, it's when it lost first that started. new shiny factor. Yeah, very, I speak. I speak very to a lot similar of people, to the Big Bash. I speak to a lot of people that aren't necessarily invested in the A League. They know it's there. They know the Mariners exist. They might no go to factor. two or three games a season, um, but they go. Yeah, it's it's like even even they're not necessarily invested in football. Um, like a lot of people who who listen to this might be, um, but even they can see how much the A-League has dropped off in terms of quality and attendance and, and, and care factor. It's people who who like watch all the European leagues and then they'll watch the A-League and be like, oh, the quality shit, I'm it's not watching not, this. Yeah, they don't, I mean, they don't even necessarily stay up and watch the Premier League. These people that I'm talking to, they're more like yeah. rugby league fans and cricket yep. fans and stuff like yep. that um, who are just, you know, they take a passing interest in it. And, you know, they... Those they, are the fans we need to be going for so grow the league. Those fringe sort of other sport fans, we want to bring them in, but there's mm. just no appeal mm. To mm. for people to come in and become members of whatever team they want to become a member of. Yeah, mm. and like, could you imagine the drama of like a final day or like a final three weeks of the league when there's three or four points in the bottom three or four teams like there has been in the past? Imagine that that would almost gain... That would probably get more news traction... Than sure. what would be happening at the moment with Sydney FC bloody ten points in front of second place. Yeah. With over half the season. The league has that's, become stale. That's not making news, I don't think. Yeah. I think what would make news is the drama is Mariners and the Jets are going into the final day level on points, whoever loses goes down to the second like that's what would make more interest mm-hmm. leading into yeah. leading into the finals. I'm more than happy for the finals to stay. I like the finals, it adds a bit more fun of yeah. At the extra season, yeah. I think we should make more of a point of the premiers. The first place post. Yeah. Yep. That should be that should be the champions mm-hmm. and call I don't know call the finals sort of something else if you want. Mm. But the postseason. Um, I cup. think post-season, when yeah something stupid like that. When Pro Rail yeah. finally comes in, that's when the finals I think become redundant. Champions are the team that comes first. Relegation, the teams that get relegated. That's mm. when we don't need the final series anymore, in my opinion. Yeah, I I agree. I agree to an extent. Yeah. If the Mariners are relegated, do we survive? Uh, That's the not with big question. Charlesworth. I think if we were to be relegated, he would try and offload us as quick as he could. Um, I mean, I could be wrong. I don't know. Just sort of thinking out loud off the top of my head, he he might want he might want to hold on to it because of the center of excellence. Mm. Um, but I mean, I sort of made a bit of a joke about it before, but I don't know how much money this place is really making at mm. the moment and mm. my assumption just from completely from the outside is that it's probably not a whole lot I haven't been up above the level that we're in or anything to see if all those offices are all filled out but last time I was up there they weren't mm. um, and you know there was meant to be a hotel which would obviously give a constant resource there was meant to be a yep. pub mm-hmm. um, there was meant to be all these other things here that are not here and by now you would think if things were all well, how rosy old, financially, they would be here. How old's the COE now? She old. Um, Six years? I'd love to go back and actually read, if someone wants to comment on the Facebook or the forum, what I'd, I'd, I'd love to go to back and read and see what the timeline was of when these things were meant to be built, if yeah. if that was made public. We, we had agreed a 25-year lease with Toga Hotels for the hotel once mm. it was built. Um, I'm, I know that that has since been reneged on Um, but yeah there's obviously been no progress I know that things started progressing I think when Peter Turnbull was in charge Mm. Um, so I know I know with the position that it's in at the moment I know that the club had to build an access road 
on Wyong off, Road. Yeah. Off Wyong Road to go um, down the side towards the new fields that they built around the back of Tugra. Yeah. Um, and that's absolutely no sign of even starting. No. <laughs> No, so I don't. I don't even know if they've got council approval. No, and that that was the last thing I heard that they were. It had to go through the council to get approval, and yep. so and, until that happens, the hotel and everything can't happen. So, is anybody working on it? <laughs> is anybody looking at it? Is are we just focusing on the sort of dream of the stadium, or like? Yeah, look, I know I know it was yeah. being worked on as of a couple of months ago, um, but I haven't spoken to. Um, that person who was working on it um, about it since. Mm. So, yeah, I don't know what progress has been made. We know what council are like. They can move at a glacial pace at the best of times. Central Coast Council. Um, but, yeah, well, I mean, that's that's another thing when it comes to pro-rail as well. If we were to be relegated and we did have the stadium rights, um, would that be, you know, a reason for, for whoever, you know, for Mike Charlesworth to, to st- stick around um, if we did have those rights? I don't know. It's a big question. Um, could take up an entire episode on it, but um, John McConaughey has another question. At the start of the season, uh, he felt fans had some obligation to attend games. Now that the season is over, is there an, is there any obligation for me to attend and support this inept team? Um, also consider that I have already paid my membership, and the money that I spend at the stadium on beer goes straight to Jammer Catering. Well, I think a lot of fans are in the same boat. Yeah, that are wondering why they should keep going. I think we've already seen the drop-off, haven't we? All valid points. (laughs) I think there'll be a lot of people like him that have paid their membership that just won't bother. And it's not as if these are like fringe fans. These are our hardcore Mm. I know, I know, John. I've been going to games with with John for years. I know. You know John very well. And he's done Adelaide away with us a few times. He's done Melbourne away. Um, He's another one like my mum. Very rusted on. Bleeds yellow and blue. And is just... So frustrated. This is the problem when you when you lose the fringe fans that we lost them a long time ago. But when you've got the rusted on hardcore fans that are saying, "I don't know why I should keep going," that's a big, big problem for this club to overcome. And I guess, I guess, does Charlesworth realise that that's happening? Well, when he's on, when he's so. when he's on the other side of the world, when he sees the crowd figures, does he just see a crowd figure? Is he is he? I don't know. Other other. Other club looking. Well, he at apparently watches every game. I, I, I don't yeah. know if that's a thing, but he watches every. Oh, he watches every game. Other so. club. Uh, other club sending Probably. him information like we've got six thousand members, but only a thousand of them are turning up every week. Wasn't there that? Wasn't that, there that? That would be concerning for me. That he loses like fifty grand a home game because he needs like eight. We need eight or nine k crowd to break even. Well, yep. it's around seventy k a game to hire the stadium. Yep. And if we're we need around that nine ish mark to. Only just to break even. We're not even getting that. We're not even getting close. Not even close. close. So he he is, like I said before, either he is bleeding money or he's come into money, which could be in the form of Anton. But that, like, mm. that's that's all well and good, but that doesn't help. Because Anton is, like, in. I think Anton is like 10 times more wealthy than Charlesworth. From what we know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Is there any obligation for me to attend and support this team no I would have mm. said yes 18 months ago mate I only come for the beer and to see all my mates <laughs> I would have said yes 18 months ago that everyone should still try and turn up uh, support the team blah blah but I'm firmly off that train and completely understand anybody that 
yeah. cannot be bothered to no turn hate up from week me. to week. No, no hate whatsoever from me. No. If you say I'm, I'm done, I'm, I'm gone because it makes sense. And I know John will will still make an effort to to get to to every game that he can. Um, He'll be there. He's like us. Yeah. <laughs> I hate this joint, but I'll be there next week. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm in a group chat with 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 John and a lot of others um, from from that sort of group, and you know, they're, they're they're all starting to drop off. You know, so it's yeah, like we said, it's it's super concerning how many of those rusted on supporters we're starting to lose. So please fix it. Um, all right, uh, Gavin Springer, is anyone making the trip to Adelaide? Which pub is best for pre-drinks? Our very own Josh Howe is heading down this Friday. I was planning on it. Let's all I laugh probably at Josh. Won't um, anymore. Um, unlucky, Josh. At least you'll have power in Adelaide. <laughs> oh, oh shit. you know what? That's um. But you'll be in the sixties. <laughs> Dude, Adelaide away is a great trip. Yeah, um, no, I, Street I, is great fun. The wool shed till three a.m., four a.m. Oh, I love it. Hook it to my veins. I, I, was I wish I was going. To be honest, I was. I was going to say I have the unfortunate responsibility of going, but I shouldn't say that. It's, not, that's too, not, it's true not too late. We can Adelaide go. Is fun. We can go if you want. Yeah, come with Do you me. Want to go? Uh, you should. I need to check my velocity points. <laughs> I've got. I've got the points. I know you do, we can so do Mr. Frequent Flyer. I'm not anymore, uh, <laughs> man. I'm a, I'm a struggling uni student these days. So. <laughs> I'll see you on Friday. Um, which pub is best for pre-drinks? The Hope Inn on uh, on Port Road is where I have gone in years gone by. Um, recommend it. Nice little beer garden there. What was um, the pub that closed that we always used that to That was go a to? Rosemont, Rosemont on Heinley oh. Street. Uh, used to be a 24-hour sports bar. Unfortunately, closed in February of I've last year. I've done Adelaide year. away Remember Twice. when we found the radar lookalike? That was the best. That was, the best that day. was at the, the Rosemont, part. and that was the best day of my life. We'll post a picture later. I've done Adelaide away twice, and we went there both times, and that pub was awesome. The uh, the Rosie, yes. yeah, it was great. Too bad and then up the road, you've got the wall shed, which has a uh, a bucking or bucking bull, a mechanical bull. Yep. Um, you got the dog and duck across the road. What'd you call me? Yep. <laughs> I called you a dog and duck. Um, Anybody listening to this that's going to Adelaide, please let me know so we can hang out because I'm I'm going solo. So I know one person, other person going. You need somebody's uh, shoulder I need, to cry on. I need, uh, yeah, I need a shoulder to cry on and so a Gavin, if you're person to drink beer with. Gavin, if you're listening, please make your shoulder available for Josh. <laughs> please make sure your T-shirt is dry because it's going to get wet. Uh, By my tears, probably. But Mr. Ian Riley probably answered your question. I think, yeah, I think we touched on that, the downturn in form in um, certain players. Um Johnny Needham again. Oh. Johnny loves a good rant and I am Is this all the aboard. same goal, the guy that's yeah, from called Johnny Goals? No. Is that the same no, guy? No, or is that no, a different no, no. guy? No, okay. no. Not even close. Okay, I'm um, sorry. <laughs> no, no offence. No offence. You're on drugs. John, no. Johnny Needham. I think that's uh, Johnny Shotgun. Um, used to play in a band called This Shotgun yes, Kiss. It yes, it we is. We yeah, it is. Yeah. Yes, yeah, um, it, yep, yep. So Johnny know, obviously Johnny. sent through a question uh, last week. When did we record? Not can last you week, like, the week Can before. you make a Mariner song weeks then? Nice big rant, and I was fully on board with that rant. Pete, I might let you take this one away this week. I think I asked everything that I wanted to last time. So basically that again, but angrier. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> but that wasn't a derby. That was the most passionless, emotionless, and uninspiring derby, derby I've watched. Agreed. Agreed. 100 million percent. It, would just, it just felt like another game, and it shouldn't be felt like just another game when it's the derby. Seriously, though, what's next? This club has to be at an all-time low. There has to be some way we can have our voices heard by Charlesworth collectively. I know it's hard to get anyone involved in something, but what about putting out the call for everyone to stand in the bay at the next home game holding signage that spells something out? I was thinking something along the lines of enough is enough, Mike. <laughs> Sorry. Enough is enough, Mike. Time to speak up or something. I don't know if we've got enough people for that. 
get it on the cameras to be seen nationally. Fill the bay to the brim for the first time in years with fans who've had enough. Then we can also turn around and say to those with an opinion on socials, you weren't there when you were needed, so you can shut the fuck up. But yeah, basically, my question is, what can we do? It's time for Mike to say something. Any chance of you guys getting him on the pod? Side note, Harold looked good. Perfect start. Clearsby, not so much. <laughs> That's not what it says, by Clisby. the way. <laughs> there was another word in front of Clisby that starts with an F, which you can figure out. But um, um, I, yeah, yeah, I mean, we didn't actually see read this before we started, but I, uh, we sort of spoke about getting Charlesworth on, which is definitely a possibility. We've obviously done it before, so it's open invitation. And I mean... Yep. I was about to say if things get worse, which is kind of hard for them to do. But um, I mean, by the end of this month, if don't say it's hard. For another spoon. Get worse. I know. Another spoon is the worst. By the end of this month, if there's no communication from him, no article comes out or anything like that, I think it's something that we'll definitely probably look at. We'll be chasing. But yeah, like um, we said, please reach out to us if you are listening. Mike. Your yeah. point on can we get everyone into the bay to hold up stuff? It's 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 nice thing to think of, you know. In theory, but will it ever happen? I don't know. Again, it's a case of it's a case of it's like horrible. I was sort of saying before with the Charlesworth out banner that I did. Mm. Like I was at, at that stage, I cared enough to do it and to put in the time. You know, I got to go to Bunnings, got to spend my own money, buy spray paint, which then makes me look like a goddamn bloody vandalist. Um, you are. I am. And then uh, go home, spray paint it in the heat, and then sneak it into the ground or sneak it up to wherever. And then do that, and that like that's like a lot of effort. Mm. And I'm, I'm, I think Johnny made the comment uh, a couple of weeks ago when he when he sent in a question. You know, kids, work, house, all that sort of stuff. Life. I mean, yeah. I'm in that position now where I've just bought a house and work's sort of pretty crazy and everything like that. So now it's like now like I just don't have the time, all the passions, you know, to be sort of quite honest to go to that length. I get it. Yeah, absolutely. Look, I feel But it it is a good idea. Yeah. Um it's it's not it's not not doable. It is doable. Um with, with a bit yeah. of effort and coordination. Yeah. Let's see how the next couple of weeks pan out. Um yeah. I'm not gonna jump on it straight away, but yeah, Johnny, like the idea, let's keep in touch. Yeah. The only part I won't agree with is the jumping on the socials and I'd like to just subscribe. Oh, yeah, no, I, no, no. I think I think we just spoke about the most one like of the most frustrating things. One of the most frustrating things, though, for me, Unless, um, over the last couple of weeks, has yeah. been people posting, "Oh, where's the yellow army bin? Or yeah. where's the active support bin? Oh, Base oh, Sixteen's very oh. quiet tonight." I was about to say, unless he's specifically referencing Base Sixteen, I think which I think he yeah, might be. He is, yeah. yeah, and and that I agree with. <laughs> you know, Pete's getting angry. Rant, rant, rant. Don't it. sit on your hands and do nothing and then sit there on social media and go, where was the active support? Why, where was Bay 16? And then also refuse to participate. All right? Simple as that. Cool, let's move on. Lachlan Gracie. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, just before we move on, I just want to let Johnny know I want to subscribe to his newsletter. <laughs> <laughs> I think a weekly Johnny rant as well as uh, Fred's question might be on Please. the cast. Yeah, I'm yeah. Johnny, keep, keep sending him in, brother. Um yeah, cool. Uh, Lachlan Gracie, given the lack of effort in the last few games, have most of the players thrown in the towel? I think it's something we sort of touched on, um, whether it's a, a mental thing or maybe certain players have been told that they're not being re-signed, etc. It feels like it. I think I think Daniel De Silva, again, is one that it started off okay. Mm-hmm. It, again, hasn't gone his way, and it's a mentality thing for him. And he's... he's, he's I won't say he's given up, but 
the amount of effort I think he was putting in the first five or six games of the season uh, has gone. Yep. Yeah, yeah. The the downturn in form has been inexcusable. <laughs> I'm getting sad again. There's no other way to put it, is there? I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, William Brown and Luke Stylo. We've sort of touched on those questions already. And Tim from the forum, um, he was asking about retentions uh, or signings for next season. Um, we've sort of spoken about that. Any truth? Um, to the extent that we can comment on this, um, that there may be disharmony in the playing group or coaching staff, etc. Um, nothing, so, oh. Not that I've heard. Not that we know of, but we did see something today, didn't we? Yeah. Uh, so we did see a post on the forum um, from uh, from someone on the forum um, stating that uh, essentially the dressing room's been lost. I think all is not well in the dressing room. <laughs> all, is not well in, all is not well in Sagra, my friends. Um <laughs> How true that is, yeah. Look, I I haven't heard anything along those lines, and and this this is something that we've been saying for the entire season that even you know, we usually get Christmas, a whiff of that. We usually hear something's gone down, mm. and if they've kept it quiet, that they've done very well. And as I'm speaking, there is actually something that I did hear. It's not a major, it's not a major thing but it's sort of one of those things that could get people offside that went down um yeah that's that's all i'll say okay cool um and keep up the good work from tim thank you very much uh love your work as well tim other games of the round from match day 18 melbourne derby on friday night melbourne city two melbourne victory one what's going on there Mm. i tipped it did you yeah i went with a draw powerful peter it's the first week I've got more than two right in my tips in ages. Um, McLaren's goal. Yeah, oh, McLaren, the tapping merchant. Your favourite. Tapping merchant. I mean, I'm telling you, my my McLaren agenda is fully in swing. The trainers are rolling. (laughs) We are steaming ahead. And Uh, all he does is tap it in. Tap it. The, the assist for his goal was a corker. Oh, wasn't it? Exactly. Yeah. McLaren didn't even do anything. All he had to do yeah. was just Let's put on a plate for him. Swing a foot and it went in. Tommy Glover almost. Uh, Tommy Flubber. <laughs> <laughs> I was going full Flappy Bird to um, to throw the game away there, but uh, Melbourne City able to hang on in spite of a late resurgence from Melbourne victory. Um, the other Friday game uh, was Perth Glory 4, Wellington Phoenix 2. Oof, Perth have hit their straps. They are. Uh, Good, mm. really mm. good. Mm. Very. And Diagostino's Di bought his form, form back from the Oliroos. Hasn't he what? scored again? Yeah, how good's he looking? Yeah, absolutely. I want one. They're front. Fornaroli. Yeah. <sighs> imagine, imagine a Fornaroli. Imagine having a Fornaroli in yeah. our team. And and a Diagostino. Or a twi- or a Toivon or a, a striker. <laughs> really. Strike. Striker. Imagine Fornaroli next to Mars. That would be. I'm almost there. I'm around oh, wait, it. I'm there. I'm around it, I'm yeah. <laughs> Oof, all over it. Um, the Sydney Derby on Saturday was postponed due to inclement weather. Best Sydney Derby the in a pitch while. <laughs> the pitch must have been horrible for them not to go ahead I'm, with it. I'm surprised they didn't go ahead with that um, and, and went ahead with our game, but right, there you go. Um, and the other Saturday game was Brisbane Raw 2, Adelaide United 1. This was a bit of a shock because I thought Adelaide would win this. My uh, Brisbane, Brisbane charge. Brisbane resurgence thoughts from the last couple of weeks. So Mate, you've still c- you've going well. You th- absolutely know they haven't lost in six or something now. Yeah, I think it's six now. Um, so wow. Robbie Fowler on board. Mate, I all over it. Must he must listen? So disappointed. <laughs> He's a fan of the show. I've He's heard. A fan of the show. <laughs> 
I'm yeah. He listens uh, to people on Twitter for sure. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry I said that he was getting sacked by Christmas. Uh, I'm not sorry, but geez, I've been proved wrong. You meant Ernie. You meant Ernie Merrick. Yeah. Well, I had a feeling Ernie would go, um, and I had a feeling that um, that Robbie would go as well. But it was you know it was, it was Marcus who said. It, it 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 was a hard one to pick though, wasn't it? Because they they did not look good at all mm. early in the season. Mm. Uh, still somehow beat us. I've just sort of clicked a little bit. But this is this is the thing. If we want to try and tie this back to us with the whole consistency thing he's for the most part stuck with his lineup mm-hmm. stuck with his yep. 11 yep stuck with the formation they don't do anything special yeah <laughs> it's not the they're, old, they're all grinders aren't they it's not the old the whole, Rossellina, it's, the ball. it's not the old Rossellina of old mm. it is 100 percent brexit ball um and it's starting to work Mm. They're just grinding out results, yep. and they're slowly, slowly creeping up the table. Because up up until last week, I thought Adelaide were one of the form teams of the competition as well. Yeah. Um. So I I had tipped Adelaide for that one, but um, yeah, they're they're grinding out results and uh, proving to be quite dangerous at the moment, Brisbane. So yeah, um, Adelaide are like the definition of inconsistent because they are eight wins, eight losses, no draws in sixteen mm. games. So if we go on form, they're probably due a win. Over us, unfortunately. I think anyone's due a win over well, us at the moment, unfortunately. Yeah, but good segue. At home. Good segue. What, good segue what, into what, that one. Adelaide, upcoming round. Adelaide versus the Central Coast Mariners on Friday, the 14th of February at 7.30pm. Valentine's Day, Josh. Spending a romantic weekend in Adelaide. Josh, yes. you will find love. <laughs> Josh Adelaide. She'll have two heads, but she'll find love. Mate, stop knocking Adelaide. Sorry. Honestly, it is a cracking little town. Yeah, it might be 20 or 30 years behind. I'm just pissed off because I'm not going, all right? Let's go. I'm just, I'm just I'm just angry. I've got the points. Peter, You've probably got the points. Just angry. Peter, please. Peter, please come. <laughs> please. I can't. I've got to try and treat my kidneys and liver a little bit better than I have been. <laughs> but I, I'm keen uh, for everything but the game. Um, I did like... I, did, <laughs> I do like Adelaide. I've been there once. It's a cracking little town. Uh, we, we did one. I did one Adelaide away, yeah, a, which was about three years ago now. It was yeah, it's a pretty good season. suburb, isn't it? Like, mm. <laughs> <yeah>. Good suburb. <laughs> Oh mate, you're as bad as Lucy Zelich, honestly. Yeah. Um, uh, hit me up. Hit me up if you're going, so I'm not by myself and going solo. Leave him by himself. I don't want to be. I don't want to be Jason Derulo and riding solo. So that let us know. Poor. That was poor, poor form. <laughs> Look, can you turn Good thing we're nearly at the end. So I'll let me know if you ca- let me know if you're coming, and uh, we'll hang out. We'll, we'll hang out. Uh, Saturday games. We've got Wellington Phoenix and Melbourne City as the 5 p.m. kickoff. I think that'll be a good one. I'm going to go with a high-scoring draw. Knicks have lost. Have they lost the last two? They lost at the weekend. Definitely lost at the weekend. I can't remember the weekend before, but they've... Did they lose the West, Western? No. Not, I feel like Someone they else. I feel like they did. I can't remember. Um, high-scoring draw for me. It but is in Wellington. They've hit a bit of a bump. Mm, after a like. very good run of form. After they were red hot and they... Um, yeah, because they went down to Brisbane. Mm. Uh, that broke the streak of... Eight or nine games, or yep. whatever it was, mm. um, and yeah, they lost on the weekend, so they've they've hit a bit of a speed bump, and I think City will, even though it was a poor victory, um, I think City will get up. I agree. I think City for that one as well. Uh, the late game, prime time game on Saturday is Western Sydney against Newcastle at Bankwest. Draw for our sake because they're two teams yeah. around us. This is um, either result here is not great for us. Either like a win for either is. I mean, a yeah. win for Newcastle is obviously 
close to disastrous for us um, yes. if we don't pick up all three points on Friday. Um, so, I mean, a, well, win, I mean a win for the Wanderers takes them to 20 and we're on 13 and the Jets are obviously level. I'd love a draw, but honestly, I'm, I'm thinking Western Sydney in this one. I don't think the Jets are that good. We made them look good on, on Sunday. Yeah, I think we also made Western Sydney look good the other week, but I think Western Sydney have just got enough to, to get over over Newcastle there. Um, I think they will rediscover their goal-scoring woes um, against Western Sydney. The final game of the round, apparently, is uh, Western United and Brisbane Raw on Sunday at 4pm. That's another tough one to pick, I think. It is, isn't it? I think, um, well, Brisbane, they're grinding out results at the moment, so I think they'll... Um, Take a smash and grab there. I'm going to be boring again and think maybe go for draw. You think there's going to be three draws this round? Yeah. <laughs> the old, uh, maybe you should put splinters. some money on it. And if it comes off, splinters. three draws. Three, three draws and, and you, well, you didn't tip our game. And a Mariners win. Ooh, because that's I'll, big coin. I'll have a few beers in me. So Mariner will win. Mariner, Mariner will, will win. win. Mariner will win. Uh, Stage I'll good go coach, Mariner well. win. I'll go for Brisbane on the weekend against Weston. Might. Brisbane agenda and my anti-McLaren agenda. Stop going for Brisbane, you weirdo. All coming to fruition. <laughs> uh, I think, um, yeah, no, I think it's I think it's Brisbane next week. Um, finally, looking at the tips for the... Are we up to date with the tips? Yes, we are. Look at that. Week 18, Carl Morrow's still holding things on at the, the bloody top Morrow's. There. There's three Morrow's in the top six. Oh, God. This Telling is... you what, the Wizard of Woiwoi is up to third. The Wizard of Woiwoi, who was previously known as... Sex, drugs, and carton coal. Correct. Yes, he's loving life there. Two great names. So it's hard to pick between them, but two great names. Yeah, yeah. But he only picked up two points there, so he's fallen a, uh, a further point. Shout out to fourth the for their two. for their pun. No, no need, need to, to hurt her. her. <laughs> no need to <laughs> hurt her. Mister Howe, I believe you've dropped out of the top twenty. Yeah, I only got one last week, oh. which is unfortunate. <laughs> oh, lucky. I managed three, um, which was my <laughs> highest score in several weeks. Mm. I've been bouncing around getting twos. Um, so I might have just made my way out of the top 40, uh, which would be nice. <laughs> That's fair. I don't even know where I am. Um, have you even tipped? Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> I've tipped, but with my multi on sports bet, not through... <laughs> Not through, <laughs> not through. Uh, the whole money thing. Not through the official pod standings, and of course, multi. You know what? Um, first game on the weekend, gone. Oh. Um, always away. It is always away. It is, except for me. I managed to get through the first game this week. Oh. Yeah, tip for City. Like rare. I said, mate. Rare. Yeah, rare. Rare to see the multi not go down in the first round. So. Was uh, that was nice. It's probably the the best thing about the weekend for me. True. Uh, yeah, the highlight of the weekend was probably my multi also going in the first round, <laughs> <laughs> which says a lot. Um, anything else? I think we're done. Any we, general thoughts on where we are at? Quickly. That was that was like an hour and a half of just CCM. sadness. That's it. Sadness. Which is an hour which, and our, half which is what our listeners want. Clinical Sad depression. pods are back. We're giving you what you want. Sad pods are back and they're staying for the time being until things improve. So sad, yeah. Sometimes grumpy, sometimes a little bit apathetic and yeah. sad. Sometimes we might record, sometimes we might not. <laughs> sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe shit. That is us in a nutshell. And that us has been in us nutshell. in a nutshell. No, this is me in a nutshell. Help, I'm in a nutshell. <laughs> what kind of shell would hold a nut like this? I think we have to end on yeah. This heat is getting to us. That's it. We're out. We're done. Catch you later. I love you. See ya. Bye. See you in Adelaide. <laughs>